0: John I join the Christian oh I, I am am on on the... oh, I am on, I am on, am on, on the battle Y'all come on in here Oh, I am, I am on, the battle for my Lord Oh, I am on the battle for my Lord Said I promised him That, that sounds like church I will oh, oh, oh. for I like that verse again. I was, I was, I was, was alone, I, I was and I was, I was a sinner. A I, had I heard the voice of heaven that. And then Here's what I did. I took. I took Can y'all stay right there? And, and I, I took. Zerat! home, make your home, your sanctuary. All in my house. All in my home. I'm gonna Established in 1880, Cade Chapel Missionary Baptist Church stands as a testament to the faithfulness of a compassionate God and a committed congregation whose mission is to bear witness to the gospel of Jesus Christ, a vibrant and visible congregation Cade Chapel seeks to love and to lift the name of Jesus in impactful ways. Join us during the month of February as we take a walk through the pages of our history because Cade's history is Black history.
1: good evening good evening my brothers and sisters in christ this is the day that the lord has made we are rejoicing and we are glad in it so glad to have you here on this evening i tell you that music got me ready to have a little church in here amen i pray that you all are doing well i see you all are already in the room go ahead and share this again with your neighbors and your friends you know what we need you to do be a good digital disciple share this with your friends right now y'all push that share button if you're on facebook push that share button. Um, if you are just on your phone, text the link, text the link to your neighbor, to your friend. Let them know that you're watching K Chapel Live for this, our Bible study. It promises to be a great Bible study. Good evening, Sister Ledbetter. I see you on. Kayla Williams, good evening. Armor Bearer, good evening, Vicki Hill. That's an inside joke. Good evening, Vicki Hill. Amen. Good evening, Linda Stewart. Good evening to you, Francis Mac God bless you good evening to you amen David Stevenson our good friend in the Delta good evening to you my brother my friend LT's Moore the I love amen <laughs> over at Jackson State Sharon Harris good evening to you good evening to you August Simpsons Simpkins good evening to you Verdi Martin is watching amen that's our good uh uh, uh Girl Scout leader, amen, that's the word I was looking for, a Girl Scout leader, and they are getting ready for those Girl Scout cookies, y'all, I got the call yesterday, the Girl Scout cookies are on the way, hope you have made your order, because they are on the way, should be here next week sometime, I believe, next Tuesday, Girl Scout cookies are here, Paula T, amen, Loretta Epps, amen, good to see you all, you all are in the house tonight, Gene Clark, listen, while we're continuing to get in the room, let me just share a few things with you because listen, we're in the stage and and day when when it's all about information, it's all about sharing what you know, sharing what you can do and how you can be of help to your brother and to your sister. We're trying to navigate um, uh, this COVID crisis as best we can with all of the information and technology that we have available. It's about sharing, but it's also about helping. And we want to do that as best we can. So what we have done, what we have done on the K Chapel app, and I know you've got the K Chapel app. You have this K Chapel app on your phone, right? You got that app on your phone. I pray that you do. We've done something to try to assist, particularly, particularly our elderly population, uh, because we we know that um, right now it's it's uh, pretty difficult to get uh, the vaccination scheduled uh, once uh, the the Number of vaccinations become available across the state, and it's it's almost like a like a you know a, a, a hotline that you got to call to try to get in and hope that you get in uh, as as uh, in front of everybody else. And so it's not the best system, uh, particularly for our elderly population. It's not the best system uh, for those who who don't have uh, internet access, because oftentimes it's through the internet that people are made aware that. Uh, The lines are open to accept new uh, appointments. And so what we have done, what we have done, uh, we have established our own, this is for K-Chapel, we have established our own vaccine sign-up, our own vaccine sign-up. And if you have the K-Chapel app, if you have the app, if you go down and there is going to be in this left-hand corner, there's going to be a little syringe, a little, a needle uh, with a vial, uh, you tap that button and that's going to take you to our, our very own portal where we are collecting the data, the information of our congregation, of those of you who need the vaccine. If you have not gotten the vaccine and you need the vaccine and you need help getting scheduled to get the vaccine, we want you to go online and fill that, that little form out. It's real simple, real easy, but that way we will know who we need to assist Within our own congregation, and uh, it, it's kind of like, look, it's kind of like every all hands on deck, and the more hands you got on deck, the better chances you have uh, to get to get things scheduled. We want to make all resources that we have uh, available to try to make that happen, so that uh, we can get as many people uh, vaccinated as we can. And so, in the chat line right now you should see that, that uh link it is active right now uh and if you wanna and let me say this if 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 you if you don't need the vaccine right now in terms of age population but big mama does right uh i need you to go on and and sign big mama up all right i need you to go on and sign uh your 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 auntie up auntie uh whoever who who's a little older and and, and can't get those digits pressed as fast as she used to, uh, I need you to go and sign her up, get her information in this portal because there will be people who will be able to assist uh, those individuals and get them scheduled for appointments to be vaccinated. It's very important that we do that. I need you to do that right now if you can, uh, because we are we are not going to uh, keep, keep letting our elderly miss, Uh, those appointments because they can't dial as fast as the other person. That's not going to happen. Amen, somebody. So if you have someone in your family, uh, elderly person who above 65, pre-existing conditions, all those things, they meet the criteria for being vaccinated right now, get them signed up in this portal. Now we cannot guarantee, hear me, we cannot guarantee that we will get them a slot, but I promise you, um, uh, with the resources that we have and with the hands on deck that we have, uh, you, you there will be a, a greater chance, a greater possibility uh, that you will get uh, that scheduled appointment. So go ahead and get that signed so that we will know who we're working for. We can help you. We can assist you. Uh, but you got to help us in order for us to help you. Amen. So go ahead and get that get that information. It's live and it's active now. Go ahead and sign those individuals up right now and we will help to get those individuals uh, scheduled for appointments. Also, listen, this app, I need y'all to know it's on the app that we keep things fresh. We keep you in the know, keep you knowing what's going on. The 28 Days Devotional, it's on the app as well. Let me see if I can click that up. Let's see. Uh, Yeah, that ticker going down at the bottom, the 28 Days ticker, it's there. That's going to give you the uh the the devotional each week we update that devotional each week so that you know uh where we are in our 28 days of prayer and consecration also uh there is the business manager uh, application we posted uh the business manager position on this past saturday uh it's going to remain open i believe through tomorrow at um at close of business i think 5 p.m but go on there it's there Uh, And so if you are interested or you know someone who's interested, go ahead and share that uh, for the business manager uh, position. Listen, all of these things are on the app. And that's why it's just so important that you keep keep that app uh, handy. It stays updated with good information. Uh, When things are coming down the pike, we try to push it out to you as best we can. If it's if it's um, not on the app, it's on our Facebook page. If it's not on Facebook page, it's on the app. But usually it's on both. It's on both. And so um, uh, let's make sure that we share the information. Listen, also want to remind you uh, to be in prayer for the Ellis family, uh, Deacon Ellis's uh, funeral. Um, those services are, are coming up this week. The viewing, the viewing um, uh, is this Friday beginning at 8 a.m. from 8 until 6 p.m. at the West Haven Funeral Home uh, there on Robinson Road uh in west jackson and then there is a private family funeral uh on saturday at 1 p.m that is the private family funeral for family only that's why we're asking you uh to pay your respects on friday uh during the viewing so that family will have uh their own personal time on saturday and and they'll have enough space uh for family members to gather uh and get as many family members as they can without uh having to uh, you know uh jeopardize spaces for other people who want to attend we want to reserve that for for family only amen all right we got those numbers just about right uh we can get them up a few we can we can get another 40 people on amen we can get another 40 people on uh but i'm gonna go ahead and pray and get started and you continue to share because we should have we should have about 200 people on right now amen we should have about i've talked What, nine minutes now? We should have 200 people on for sure, live viewers right now. Go ahead and share that and let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for this evening. We thank you for this time of study in your word. We bless you for who you are and all of the awesome things that you do. God, we ask your blessings upon this time together, that you would open our minds and open our eyes, that we might hear and see the truth of your word. We thank you for its truth and its power, and we pray, oh God, that uh, this word, the seed of your word, would fall now on good soil, that it might produce fruit in our lives. Oh God, that we would be all that you have called and ordained for us to be. We ask it in Jesus' name, for his sake, amen. All right, all right. So it's time to get in the study. We are continuing in our study of Mark's Gospel, the Gospel according to Saint Mark. On last week, uh, we talked about uh, we talked about. My, I'm just do a little recap quickly. Last week we talked about um, uh, the power to heal and to forgive. Uh, we talked we saw where Jesus met with a paralytic man. Uh, we also saw that 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 this. This this paralytic man who who was who was brought to him uh by his friends. And remember, we said last week that if you're a friend, you ought not leave your friend uh in a condition uh where you know he can get some help. And really that that's that you know that that's what this COVID uh vaccine is all about. If you're a friend and you know how to get your friend in, amen. You you ought to show yourself to be a friend right now. That's what we're trying to do. Uh, give people the help that they need. And so Jesus uh, sees the four friends who brings their paralytic friend to him, forgives the man, and then heals him. You remember he asked the question, people got upset because Jesus forgave him first, forgave him of sin. And they said, who does, who does he think he is forgiving sin? Only God can forgive sin. And because, because Jesus wanted to make them understand who he was, he said to them, "Well, which one is harder, uh, to forgive sin or to heal uh, this man of his 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 uh, lameness?" And he said, "And so that you will believe that I am who I say I am." He then healed the man. And again, this goes back to this goes back to Jesus demonstrating power, showing power in the ability to heal, but also demonstrating authority. He says, "Listen." I have the power to heal and I have the authority to forgive sin because I am the son of God. He has power and authority, power to heal, authority to forgive. That's And that's what Mark is after in all of this gospel. He's after that. So uh, we, then, we then looked at the power to receive and the power to reform. Remember, he gets an invitation uh, from Matthew to come. Uh, to to his house to eat, and he goes and he eats, and he he basically is fraternizing with sinners and publicans, <laughs> and he is there uh, with 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 these 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 individuals who are thought to be uh, less than worthy of his association. Uh, you, you you know how it is. Sometimes we 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 think we're more than something when we're in the church. We think we're more than others. And these scribes and Pharisees looked at who Jesus was associating with, and said, uh, "You know, if he's the Son of God, why is why is he with them? Those people. What is he doing with that kind of company? Why is he keeping that kind of company?" Jesus raises the question, "Who do you think I came for?" Says, "Is it a physician uh, for those who are well, or for those who are sick?" Why do you need a physician? For, for the people who are already well, for the people who are ill, right? And so Jesus Jesus is, is reforming, and we talked about him being a reformer, that he is reforming what religion had become. He's reforming the whole idea about the the purpose of religion, the purpose that religion serves. And he does this he does this by challenging them particularly uh, uh, uh about the sabbath um, uh, it's in let's see verses uh 21 21 through, through well through 28 um he talks about old wine and new wine bottles but then but then he zeroes in on on his disciples having plucked corn and and that drove the religious leaders insane they would they were like whoa wait a minute it's the sabbath and your disciples you say you're the son of god you say you have the power to to heal and and forgive sin but we saw your disciples working on the sabbath and jesus reforms their thinking he says yeah they 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 went out and got corn because they were hungry what do you want you want them to starve because because it's the Sabbath. You don't want them to eat. You want them to go without because it's the Sabbath. He says, "No, you got the wrong idea about religion. If 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 you're if you're so concerned about keeping the day holy, but there's no holiness inside of you, you've got the wrong idea about religion. If 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 you want to keep the day holy, but but you're not practicing holiness by by tending to the needs of your brother and your sister, then you've got the wrong idea about what religion is in the first place. Are you hearing me? So I want to pick up there with Mark chapter number three. Mark chapter three. Because here now begins the gospel being lived out loud. <laughs> the gospel being lived out loud. The funny story about... Um, you know, LOL, and we've got a lot of seniors uh, who, who are now, you know, doing things with technology that they've never done. And one of the things with technology is you got to learn the language, right? You got to learn the language. Uh, There's a funny story about a, a young man uh, who was texting his mom, and, uh, and she asked him how his day was going, and, and he told her it was, it was a bad day, that, that uh, had a terrible day at work, um, that, that he thinks that, uh, he, he may be getting fired. Um, and, and things were just, it it was just a bad day. Uh, a lot of stuff was on it. And, and his mom takes back LOL. And he looked and it was like, LOL. And so he takes back question mark and she takes back again, LOL. And so he said, mom, he texted her back. He said, Mom, uh, do you know what LOL means? And she said, Yes, lots of love. She was giving him lots of love, right? Right, right. This idea, and it's you know, that, that's what it meant to her. That's what she thought it meant. Yeah, but but lol here, okay, long story. Hope you get it. But lol here. Lol here is meaning lived out loud, the gospel being lived out loud. And that's what Jesus is up to here. It is a gospel that, that the gospel of Jesus Christ is not something that is, is is quiet. It's not something that is inactive, but it's something that has life, it's something that is vibrant, it's something that is visible, it's something you can see, it's something you can hear. It is the gospel and it's lived out loud it's lived out loud and mark 3 shows us what the the living living out loud the gospel looks like feels like and sounds like so when when we begin chapter number 3 Jesus is in the synagogue again he's in the synagogue and um It says, Oh, let me let me just read it. I'm sorry, let me just read it. Chapter number three, beginning with verse number one. And he entered again into the synagogue. There was a man there with a withered hand. They watched him whether he would heal him on the Sabbath day, that they might accuse him. And he saith unto the man which had the withered hand, stand forth. He saith unto them, Is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath days or to do evil? to save life, or to kill. But they held their peace. And when he had looked round about on them with anger, being grieved for the hardness of their hearts, he saith unto the man, stretch forth thine hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was restored whole as the other. So here, here we go again, because, you know, Sometimes just because you teach a lesson once doesn't mean that everybody got it, right? So Jesus has to say it again for the people in the back. And here he is saying it again that, that we have to reform your thinking about religion because they were so stuck on the form of religion that they forgot its function. They were so stuck on on tradition and what was supposed to happen and what they were supposed to do in in terms of what makes for religiosity that they forgot the realism of the religion that they were practicing okay so here's jesus demonstrating authority in the synagogue he demonstrates his authority in the synagogue and not only does he demonstrate his authority in the synagogue but he demonstrates his authority on the sabbath in the synagogue here it is here it is it's the same thing they were already mad because uh, his disciples had plucked corn on the sabbath but now they're mad because they see jesus in the synagogue and he is he is about to do what they know he does and that is heal. They know, they know that he's about to heal. And so, and so here he is. It, it, it's, it, it's almost a setup. Uh, except that, except that Jesus, you can never really set Jesus up because he knows, he knows what's going on, he understands the landscape, he knows who's around him, he understands what's happening from this part to that part. He understands, watch this, he understands who is there. And he understands why they are there. He understands what they're doing. And these religious people were there not to practice religion. They were there to catch Jesus so that they might accuse him of doing, of breaking the law and therefore not being the son of God. So here they are, He see, he looks at the landscape, he sees the man who needs the healing, He sees the people who are there. And listen, you got to understand, everybody's at church ain't there for the same reason. He's looking at the man who needs the healing. He's looking at the people who's watching and he's deciding what is he going to do? Jesus says, you know what? I'm going to do what I came here to do. I'm not going to let what they're looking for deter me from doing what I've been sent here to do. Good God Almighty, this this is some good preaching material, y'all. He says, "I'm not going to let you all who are looking at me try who who watch this who aren't even here for the right reason. The only reason you are here is to look and stir up some stuff. You know, some folk come to church just to stir up some stuff." That he said, "Listen, I'm not going to get deterred on that. I'm going to do what I've been sent here to do." He brings the man in front of him. And he raises the question. He says, watch it, verse four, is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath days or to do evil, to save life or to kill? But they held their peace. He's asking them, what, what do you What do you think I should do right now? He's asking them, here's somebody who needs help, needs healing, and it's the Sabbath. What do you think I should do? Ignore him? Tell him to come back on, on, on Tuesday or Wednesday? What do you think we should do? Tell tell him that that we don't we don't do benevolence on this day. We we only do it on this day. What 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 should I do? That that's that's what Jesus says. What what do you think I should do? And they held their peace, didn't say a thing. They said we just gonna watch and see what you do. <laughs> it's right there, y'all. It's right there. And so Jesus takes matters into his own hands, and he. Heals this man. You see it? And verse five, I'm sorry, in verse six says, And the Pharisees went forth and straightway took counsel with the Herodians against him, how they might destroy him. It's interesting. Watch this. In verse five, in verse five, you see that the religious leaders are angry. Verse five. Jesus says, or or the text says, that he looks around and he looks at them with anger. He looks at the religious leaders with anger, but watch this, the religious leaders themselves are angry. Why? Because Jesus is reforming their religion. He's flipping it upside down. He's saying, y'all been doing it wrong. Y'all been so concerned about the days that you've been missing that people need to be delivered. You're so concerned about the day it is that you're missing the opportunity to perform deliverance for those who are bound. And that made them angry. And the fact that they got angry made Jesus angry. He looks at them angry because he's saying how could you be so religious and be so irresponsible how could you be so religious and not have a heart for people who have need who are right in front of you how could you be so how could you be so religious and here's the problem the reason they could be so religious and we're going to get back to this but I'm going to say it now the reason they could be so religious was because they were just that they were religious without relationship they had religion but they had no relationship they had no relationship and jesus looks at the emptiness of their hearts the coldness of their hearts and the fact that you could let someone in your midst who obviously needs something and you basically say to them, it's not the day for that. Jesus looks at them angered and he is grieved, the text says, for the hardness of their hearts. And when he is grieved over the hardness of their hearts, that's when he then heals this man. And when he heals this man, watch this, y'all, it's about to get good now. He is breaking their tradition, the tradition of the Sabbath, the tradition of, uh, you know, keep the Lord's day holy, right? And so uh, according to, to, to the law, you are not supposed to engage in any physical labor on the Sabbath in order to keep it holy. Jesus says that you, 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 you've heard it, but you've not heard the heart of it. The heart of it was not to keep you from working. The heart of it was to make sure that, that you reserved that time for that which was holy, that which was righteous, right? That you, were, you reserved that time for God the work of God, the will of God, the way of God, the word of God, the Sabbath to keep it holy. And what Jesus says is you've missed the whole purpose of it because what you're saying is, is that you can't do the will of God because you're trying to keep the law of God. He says you've missed it. And so when he breaks their tradition, watch this, When he breaks their tradition, they try to now break him. When Jesus breaks their tradition, they go out to destroy Jesus. Do you not know that there are people who are more tied to their traditions than they are to the truth of God? That they are more concerned... About their traditions being kept, that their ways being not messed with. Don't 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 touch that. Don't move this. Don't don't mess with this. This is the way we do things. And when you start messing with folks' traditions, they will seek out to destroy you. That's what they, that's what the text says. There's some things that people hold on to that they just can't let go of. I know I'm right about it. Some things that that are that are just, you know, people just hold on to it. Whether it's right or wrong, it's their tradition. And when you start messing with their tradition, you mess with them. And Jesus messed with both the traditions and with them, and they sought to destroy him. Let's look at verse number 11, y'all. Um says, and unclean spirits, when they saw him, fell down before him and cried, saying, Thou art the Son of God. And he straightly charged them that they should not make him known. He goeth up into a mountain and calleth unto him whom he would, and they came unto him. And he ordained twelve that they should be with him, that he might send them forth to preach. I want to I I look at something right here. Unclean spirits, in this in this verse, the unclean spirits announce the sonship of Jesus. Unclean spirits, it says, when they saw him, fell down before him and cried, saying, Thou art the Son of God. Again, remember, Mark's point is to prove power and authority. And right here, Mark says, the unclean spirits knew who he was. The unclean spirits announced, thou art the son of God. It's interesting that unclean spirits knew knew who he was, and the religious people did not. The unclean spirits announced him. The religious folks denounced him. The unclean spirits acknowledged him, the religious folks rebuked him. It's interesting how church folk can sometimes be your worst enemy. The unclean spirits fell down and worshiped or fell down before him and cried saying, thou art the son of God. So here is Jesus, Mark is showing that Jesus has authority even over unclean spirits. Verse number 14, I want you to see this. And he ordained the 12 that they should be with him, that they might send, and that he might send them forth to preach and to have power to heal sicknesses and to cast out devils. And Simon, he surnamed Peter. James, the son of Zebedee, John, the brother of James, you remember, we talked about these, these two Sunday, and the mother, remember? Uh, the, 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 the mother of these two who came uh, lobbying for their sons, one to sit on the left and one to sit on the right, they were called the sons of thunder. Verse 18, and Andrew and Philip, Bartholomew and James, I'm, I'm sorry, Matthew and Thomas and James, son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, Simon, the Canaanite and Judas Iscariot, which also betrayed him and they went into an house. I' just stop right there for a minute. So unclean spirits have just recognized him and announced his authority as being the Son of God. on the heels of the religious leaders leaving, seeking how they might destroy him you got to see the 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 juxtaposition of those two the unclean spirits have announced him the religious leaders have denounced him and it and they're right there together <laughs> and now jesus goes and he seeks the 12. He calls the 12 and he ordains them to do the things that he had been doing. Verse 14, he, 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 that they should be with him that he might send them forth to preach and to have power to heal sicknesses and to cast out devils. To preach, to have power to heal sicknesses and to cast out devils. Now watch this. That's what he ordained them to do. But watch this. Before they could do those things, he ordained them, first of all, to be with him. I think this is the key, this is the key that we so often miss, that Jesus, Jesus chooses these 12 men, not just to send them out but to bring them in. Hmm. To bring them into relationship with Himself. To bring them into this brotherhood where they would experience ministry together. To bring them into a new understanding of what love is and what the law of God really means. He called them and ordained them not just to go out, but first to come in, to be with him. This goes back to what I said earlier. That if you have religion without relationship, you're going to miss the whole point. Jesus calls these 12 men into him to be with him, that they might have relationship with him. Before sending them out to preach, he said, you got to know what you're preaching about come and be with me. Before I send you out to touch and heal, you got to know in whose name you're healing, come and be with me. Before I send you out to cast out devils, you got to know whose name to call on, come and be with me. He called them to be with him. And and, and why this is so key is because we've got to, listen, there are people who want to do ministry when they don't have a relationship. With the master, there are people who want to do great things and want to be used and and want to want want to do things for the church and in the church and 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 all of the, do great works and that's good. But before we can send you out, you need some time in. Good God Almighty, you need some time in with the Lord. You need some time in a relationship with God where God can work on you and work in you and work through you and work out of you the stuff that needs to be pulled out and put inside of you the stuff that needs to be put in. Before you can go out, you need to spend some time in relationship with God. He called them to be in relationship with him said so before I can use you I got to know you <laughs> before watch this before I can share my power with you you have to know my person before I can share this this ability with you 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 have to come into a relationship with me are you hearing me yeah and this is this is this is this is critically important for churches church leaders because oftentimes we get so excited when people come into the church and we see how they can be used we see their gifts, their natural gifts, their natural abilities. We see what they do in the world and their secular uh, professions. And we see how that can be of benefit to the church. And we automatically start putting them in positions. And before you put people in positions, they need some time to be with the Lord, to be with him. Because if they have not been with him, what they're going to do is resort to what they know. Are y'all are y'all hearing me? Am I just talking to myself? Let me see if it is anybody, is anybody talking to me out there? <laughs> All right. So say so we got to be with him. We got to be with him. We got to spend some time with him. And when we've spent time with him, then he'll give us power to preach. Mm. Folk want to preach and ain't been with him. Folk want to teach and hadn't been with him. Folk want to minister and hadn't been with him. Folk want to sing and hadn't been with him. Folk want to pray and be a deacon and hadn't been with him. Y'all not talking to me. Be with him first. All right. Uh, so he names the twelve, verse twenty, and the multitude cometh together again, so that they could not so much as eat bread. And when his friends heard of it, they went out to lay hold of him, for they said he is beside himself. The scribes which came down from Jerusalem said, He hath Belzebub, by the prince of the devils casteth he out devils. So now Watch this, y'all. Now, now they're saying, OK. We can't deny he has power. Because he's doing some stuff we've never seen before. But what we've got to do is if we're going to destroy him, we've got to disqualify his power. We, we, we've got to we've got to we've got to change the narrative on how he does what he does. Yeah, he does some great things, but it's not because he's the son of God. He does it because he's the devil. He's of he's of the devil. He he has a devil inside of him. They're trying to discredit the power of the gospel that is being lived out loud it's on full display. Everybody is seeing it. The multitudes are gathering. People are coming from everywhere being healed. The lame are walking, the, the the I mean just just demons are being cast out. They cannot deny that Jesus has power. He's just healed a man with a withered uh, hand. He, I mean, he's, he's healing the land. He's doing all of this. So they cannot deny that he has the power. So rather than deny it, they try to discredit it. Rather than deny it, they try to discredit it. They say, you know what? Yeah, he has power, but his power is from the devil. His power is from the devil he has above, and by the prince of the devils casteth he out devils. And he called them unto him and said unto them in a parable, how can Satan cast out Satan? I love how he answers this. He says, wait a minute now. Does that even make sense what you're saying? He says, listen, you saw me cast out devils. You you saw me cast out devils. Now, if i am of the devil and i'm casting out devils i'm defeating myself what sense does that make if i'm casting out demons and i am a demon then i'm defeating my own agenda he says what sense does that make he he said he says how can satan stand against satan and if a kingdom be divided against itself." That kingdom cannot stand and if a house be divided against itself, that house cannot stand divided how he said listen that makes that that's not even logical to say that I am the devil and I'm casting out devils. say don't don't you can't discredit this <laughs> Jesus Jesus handles them and the only reason he has to go through all of this y'all watch this is because the gospel is being lived out loud. And really that's what this chapter and that's how this 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 that's how this book begins to develop. And that's really what I want to talk with you about. That's what I want to end with you about. How are we living the gospel out loud? How are you living the gospel out loud in tangible visible, vocal ways where people see the gospel, where people hear the gospel, where people have come in contact with you and have felt the power of the gospel? Are you living the gospel out loud? Do people come into an encounter and an experience with God by having had a conversation with you, are you living the gospel out loud? Are you demonstrating the power of God? And, then, and you might say, well, no, Reverend, I can't can do any of that. Yeah, you can. Watch this. Watch this. It would amaze somebody right now if you forgave them for the wrong they did it would amaze them and they would have to question themselves what is it about you that you could forgive me when i know how wrong i did you folks that's living the gospel out loud see you you may not you may not ever heal anybody such that they're walking again but i wonder if you could heal somebody such that they understand that they are being loved again, that they are forgiven again, that they have access to you again. Mm. You gotta you gotta live it out loud, people. See, see, you see, y'all, y'all want to focus on y'all wanna focus on power, uh, to, to feed the five thousand, power to walk on water, power, yeah, to make the wind stop blowing. Listen. Do you have power? Watch this. Do you have power? Listen to me. Do you have the power to love your enemy? Do you have the power to bless the one who's cursing you? To pray for the one who's despitefully using you? Folks, that's living the gospel out loud. When people see you doing that, Jesus says, they will know that you are my disciples by your love. So the gospel has to be on full display. The demonstration of the gospel today should be visible and vocal. It should be felt and it should be heard. But I promise you this, they will see it and feel it more than they hear it. I promise you this. Old ladies used to say, I'd rather hear a sermon any, I'd rather see a sermon any day before hearing it. I'd rather see a sermon, show it to me. Show me what you're talking about. Sh- sh- show, don't preach about love. Show me love. Don't don't preach about grace. Show me grace. Don't preach about mercy. Show me some mercy. That's living the gospel out loud. Living the gospel out loud. Are y'all hearing me? And so... My brothers and my sisters, uh, I'm going this, this to end early this evening. I'm going to end early this evening and pray that you go from this night forth. As a dis- watch this. As a disciple of Jesus Christ, someone, watch this, who has been called into relationship with him, if you have been with him, it ought to show. If you are in relationship with Christ, it ought to show in your attitude, it ought to show in your disposition, it ought to show in how you relate to one another, it ought to show, it ought to show, it ought to show, and the gospel should be lived out loud. That's my prayer for you. Don't just talk about it, be about it. Don't just say it, do it. Yeah, don't just say it, do it. Amen? Amen. Amen. Love you guys. Love you guys. Love you guys. Um, so again, again, listen, if you came online late, um, check the K-Chapel app. Check the K-Chapel app. Uh, there is a new uh, portal that we, we're we launching tonight uh, for those who need some assistance with getting uh, vaccination appointments. Uh, go online. Go to our app fill that app and fill that application out and fill that application out. (laughs) Amen. And we will have individuals who will be assisting to get you scheduled for your appointment. All hands are on deck right now. All hands are on deck right now. And we're going to help big mama and, and, and auntie and everybody else, uh, Paw Paw and Meemaw and everybody else, get those vaccinations. They don't need to be trying to do this for themselves when there are young hands and young feet uh, and, and some other resources available out there. We can get you connected. We're going to try our best to get you connected. Uh, we can't guarantee it, but I promise you with all of us helping and pulling together, uh, we, we we will have better results, uh, I am certain. So go ahead and get that, uh, get that sign up for those. Uh, if you don't need it yourself, but you have Family member who does sign up for them, put their information in the app, so that we can start working on their behalf. Amen, amen. God bless you. Listen, uh, if you've got some prayer requests, go ahead and put them in the line. Go ahead and put them in the line, and we're going to uh, get ready to pray. Listen, did you all how, how did you do on your on your on your fast today? I uh, didn't mention the Daniel fast in in the uh, uh, the. the Uh, beginning of this segment. I pray that you all are doing well on your fast. Uh, Did you, did you, did you do your fast today? Amen. How are you doing on your news? Uh, Are you decreasing your news to twice a day? I hope that you are. And it doesn't count. Let me say it because I heard somebody doing it today. It doesn't count if you're listening to it all day. It doesn't count if you're listening to (laughs) that. That's cheating y'all. You can't listen to it on the radio or listen to it uh, by way of something else. i uh, we're talking about decreasing that 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 news time altogether, twice a day. All right. Y'all quit tr- figuring out ways to cheat. Amen. <laughs> quit figuring out ways to cheat. And let's do it. Let's do it the right way. Amen. All right. What do we have? What do we have? Do we have any uh prayer requests on tonight? Prayer requests. We're gonna pray for your family. Thank you, Sheba Moore. Uh, we will do just that. Praying for the city, sister Ledbetter, amen. Thank you. We will do just that, amen. Clara Ford, let's see. Uh, Clara Ford, uh, Dorothy Aldridge, Amen. Continue to pray. Came home, Lee, Esther, ICU, Lisa Williams lost her grandmother, Elizabeth Collins. Thank you, Sister Ford, for that update. We will keep them in your in our prayers as well. Uh, who else do we have? Cynthia Norris uh, admitted to the hospital with COVID. Thank you, Sister Foster. We will lift up your friend, your childhood friend. Amen. God bless you asking for prayer for Dwayne wilson and family uh we will do just that brother wilson amen praying for leon wilson sister wilson amen god bless you our 833 family we will do just that uh loretta williams god bless you we will pray for you and your family sister williams amen praying for this country amen thank you sister henderson we will do that god bless you god bless you god bless you anita shaw praying for you and your family as well. Sister Shaw, God bless you. Praying for your children. Sister Henderson, Sharon Henderson, we will do just that. Amen. Loretta Epps, uh, let's see, praying for uh, your son-in-law. Okay, God bless you. We will do just that. Uh, Sister Epps, sorry to hear that, but we will do that. Uh, Nancy Roselle saying, we're lifting up Vernon Edition. We're praying for our hood. Amen. Praying praying for our hood. Amen. Vernon Addition. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. All right praying for co-workers, Christopher Johnson, uh, praying for your co-workers, your daughter, also Ted Sutton. Amen. We will do that. God bless you. Let's pray you all. Father, again, we thank you for this day, for this time. Thank you, God, that you are the able God. You see all, you know all, you can do all things. And so, God, for every name that's been listed and typed into this chat line, for every situation, for every issue, God, by your spirit, by your power and by your presence, do what only you can in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. We lift up every name, Leon Wilson. We lift them up to you now, God, The Lee and the Williams family, God, you know them. Uh, Lord, be a blessing to them right now in the mighty matchless name of Jesus. Our lord our savior and our christ for those who are suffering with COVID right now heal oh god lord the gospels are there to remind us that you have power and authority and lord if you have the power and authority then it has not been abdicated now if you could heal all manner of sickness and illness then you can heal all manner of sickness and illness now. Your power has not changed. And so, God, we thank you for that. We bless you, O oh God, that nothing is too hard for you. So, God, by your presence, by your power, and by your spirit, heal in the name of Jesus. Touch right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we bow down before you. We humble ourselves before you. We know you are the Son of God. Thank you, Jesus, Savior, Redeemer, Healer. You are our Master. And so, God, we appeal to you now. Do it now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless your name, God. Bless your name, God. Bless this country. Bless this nation. Bless this state and this city. Bless this Verdant Edition community. Every family that is represented on this line tonight, God, we plead the blood of Jesus over their, their homes. God, we pray that your hand and your hedge be upon them. Every mother and father, every child, every parent, Oh God, in the name of Jesus, every man, every woman, every boy and girl, we plead the blood of Jesus right now. Have your way, oh God. Touch, heal, protect, cover in Jesus' name. Keep us now. We will give you the glory, the honor, and all the praise. We ask it in Jesus' name, and for his sake we pray, amen and amen. God bless you all. God bless you all. Amen, amen, and amen. We will see you all on Sunday. That's right. Go be great. We'll see you soon.